and he's going to lead the way now. In the chorus, and let me, let's see. Love lifted me, love lifted me. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. All right, y'all got it? On the last verse. I think I might like to have that when I'm preaching. I could say, love lifted me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, let's just go ahead and open the Bibles, and I'll go ahead and preach and enjoy that tonight. But anyway, praise the Lord. I'm glad that what we just sang about is absolutely true. And uh, we're keeping our little, my little uh, nephew uh, this weekend. He's, he's back there, Elias. And uh, he was pretending in our living room today um, that there was water there. And he was under the water and, and uh, he, he was asking uh, Megan my daughter to come and save him so she had to go out there but she had to make the face like you're in water you know and and so she went out to save him and I couldn't help but think about that when we were singing this song because the reality is without Christ we're just sinking and uh, we're sinking in sin and we're hopeless there's nothing that we can do on our own but praise God through the love of God through the grace of God Jesus rescues us he completely saves, not somewhat or halfway or, or, or most of the way, but all the way he completely saves. And I'm grateful for that. Man, I'm having revival right here tonight, just praising the Lord and, and thanking God for that. But I want to welcome you here tonight, especially these preschoolers down front here. Uh, we went recently um, to uh, one of those bounce houses. What's the name of it? Kangaroo Jacks. We, we went there, and man, they've got plenty of energy running around from thing to thing and and uh, they were wearing me out just watching them, but um, they wouldn't really let the adults get on it, and I was kind of pouting about that. Um, but, um, but we had a great time. I love these preschoolers, and I want to thank uh, you moms and dads and grandparents and all of you that are here on behalf of these preschoolers. We love them, and, and it's always special to have them share with us, and they're going to be doing that in just a moment. But I'm so glad you're here tonight, and I'm so glad that there's a hope in Jesus. And we rejoice in that. That's why we're here tonight. If it weren't for that, we wouldn't have any reason whatsoever to meet together like this. But I'm glad that we can, and I welcome you. And uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer and ask God to help us and bless us tonight. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you do rescue us. Thank you, Lord, that when we were sinking deep in sin, Lord, you rescued us. You pulled us out by your grace and love and power. Lord, we couldn't pull ourselves out. It's impossible, but I thank you, Lord, that you did. And we give you praise here tonight. Thank you for the joy of the Lord. We can't find it in this world. We can't find it in a bottle or in relationships or material things, money. We can't find it in any of those things. But, Lord, we can find peace and joy with you through Christ. And thank you for that, Lord. And we rejoice in that tonight. And, God, I just pray that you'll bless each home that's represented. Thank you, Lord, for these boys and girls, these preschoolers. And, Lord, for all the families that are here, individuals, I pray that you will bless. And, Lord, we ask that you would... Just be glorified tonight, and we'll give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. 
I do want to remind everyone that on Saturday uh, we're going to have our Easter egg hunt. So uh, just invite you to, you know, if you don't have plans Saturday, come and join us. Uh, we'll have plenty of eggs, and uh, and we need some kids that can that can search for them and find them for us. We need some help, and so uh, so I hope that uh, that you'll be able to join us, and that'll be at 11 o'clock on Saturday. We'll meet downstairs in the fellowship hall, and uh, lunch will be provided as well. So so you come on and join us, and we'll have a great time on Saturday. And then of course, just remind you that on uh, Sunday is Friend Day, Sunday morning, and then Sunday night we start our spring revival. This time Sunday night we'll be gathering together for our spring revival and a good friend of mine, Pastor Zach Shaw from Jones Avenue Baptist Church is going to be preaching and, and he's moving their whole service over here next Sunday night. So uh, we're going to have a great time in revival and starting next Sunday night and go through Wednesday night and uh, looking forward to that. But um, I'm glad you're here tonight and it's my prayer that you will just uh, sit back and relax and just be blessed by these precious boys and girls here tonight, uh, what they're going to be sharing. I know it's going to be special. And uh, we're so proud of y'all and uh, looking forward to hearing you share with us tonight. But what I want to do right now is I want to ask you to stand together and uh, let's fellowship and tell somebody you're glad to see them tonight. make your way back to your seats. Our offertory hymn tonight will be face to face with Christ my Savior. We'll sing all four verses. Stand one more time. <laughs>
Heavenly Father, God, we just thank you for this day that you've blessed us with. Thank you for this service tonight, Father. And I thank you for our preschool, Father. I thank you for the parents and thank you for the teachers who pour into these children. And Father, I pray that tonight that you would be glorified. God, I pray that you would take these tithes and offerings to the upbuilding of your kingdom. First, in Jesus' precious and holy name I pray. Amen. before boys and girls come up I just want to share a word with you about childlike faith and you know sometimes the older we get the more that we complicate things and and uh, then when it comes to even going to heaven and having everlasting life we make it so difficult but really it's so easy that a child can understand you know we just basically uh, we need a savior and who's the savior's name what's his name God or who died on the cross Jesus, yeah, he's our Savior. We need him. And so we believe and trust in him, and that's the only way. We could never earn it. We can complicate it and think that we've got to do some stuff. I shared this morning about how we don't clean ourselves up first and then come to God. We come to God, and then he does the cleaning up because we can't clean ourselves up. And so um, that's easy, you know, easy that a child can understand. But sometimes we, we want to play a part in our salvation, and we can make it complicated but um, I just want to share with you uh, briefly tonight verses 9 through 12 of Luke chapter 18 reminds us that we need to beware of pride now in this story Jesus told a parable about uh, two men they went up to the temple to pray one of them was a Pharisee and the other was a tax collector all right so this Pharisee was a religious man he knew the law of God and he could pray impressive prayers and and, and you know what he was relying on for his eternal life? His self and his ability and what he could do. And he thought that he was good enough, you know. And, um, and so he was very prideful about that. You know, he prided himself on what he could do and on his ability. And so, you know, um, he, he, he had a lot of pride, and we need to be aware of that. We, we know we might think that we're just not that bad. You know, I've, I've, I live a pretty good uh, life and I, I, I try to do the best I can kind of thing and we might think that we're so good you know, we're not that bad that you know we don't really need Jesus and that's the pride that man has you know we, we want to think and we all want to be a you know we want to be a good person we want to have successes and, and so sometimes we think that our abilities that we're good enough you know we're so good even that uh, we don't need anybody family but you know what else we don't need God and that's kind of what the Pharisees felt like. They, they didn't believe in Jesus. They had pride relying on their self. So what should we do? Instead of being prideful, we need to be humble, right? That humility is basically having a right perception of ourself. You know, um, I realize who God is. He's great. And he's holy and righteous and perfect. But who am I? I'm nothing. You and I, we're just dirt, Right? I mean, I know you didn't come to church tonight to be told that you were dirt. <laughs> but that's what we are, right? 
um, we, we have nothing to offer, but God has everything to offer. And so uh, we humble ourselves before him. And, um, and so this, uh, this Pharisee, this tax collector, um, the Pharisee began to, to start praying. And, um, and while he was praying, he says, God, I thank you I'm not like other men. You know, he's like, I'm glad I'm not like that person. I'm glad I'm not like that person. And that old tax collector back there, thank goodness I'm not like him. You know, so he's very prideful, and he's thinking he's good. But there's that tax collector, and the Bible tells us that the tax collector was not prideful at all. He just responded with humility. You know what the tax collector did? He just, he just bowed his head in humility. And he couldn't even lift his eyes up because he knew, yes, I am all of that. I'm, I'm those things that that man is, is praying about, saying that he's thankful he's not. I'm guilty. I'm one of them. And so he just, he begged for mercy. And he begged God for forgiveness and mercy because he knew he was guilty. And that's, that's, that's humility. We, we know that we're not all that. We just need to come off our high horse and realize that we have nothing. The only thing that we have is Christ. He's the only hope. And so the, the man that prayed for mercy, Jesus said he's the one that goes away justified. In other words, he's the one that's going to be right with God. Not because he thinks he's all that, but because he knows he's not all that. <laughs> and that's humility. And so um, here, here's what I'm getting at, though. Uh, I want to share with you verses 15 through 17. We need to choose to have childlike faith. You know what I love about these precious boys and girls right here? They're just real. Some, and they're just honest. And sometimes maybe a little bit too honest, right? <laughs> They'll tell on mom and dad, won't they? Um, I remember, I don't remember which year it was, uh, Teresa, but I was, I was meeting the preschoolers. It was a new year, and it, it wasn't this year. But, but I, I go in, and, and, uh, and they're introducing me. You know, this is Pastor Mark, and he's going to be in and, and, and play his guitar, and we're going to have chapel and sing songs, and he's going to tell us, Bible stories and, and, and all of this and, um, and so you know, right before I left one of them raised their hand and, and so I, I called on them and, and they said what happened to your chin and of course I've got a dimple in my chin and, um, and so they, they thought you know some, now, now we adults you know we'd be like you know that, that's pro we need to be more dignified you know we shouldn't ask that sort of thing and personal questions and, and but they, they're just real right I mean, there, there's this man that they've never met before, probably, and he's got a hole in his chin. And they're like, what happened? Something happened, you know? They weren't, they weren't meaning any harm. They're just real. And that's how we got to come to God. You know, just real. Realize that we, we're not good enough, that we fall short. We need God. We need the Lord Jesus. So listen to this. Um, right after uh, they, Jesus told this parable about... Uh, about the Pharisee and the, and the tax collector. Um, Jesus then, um, in verses 15 through uh, 17 here in, in chapter 18, um, then they also brought infants to him. This is where Jesus blesses the children, that, that, that he might touch them. But when the disciples saw it, they rebuked him. The disciples were like, he don't have time for kids, right? You know, he's got bigger, more important things. And so uh, then, he then he continues, but Jesus called the them to him and said, let the little children come to me and do not forbid them, for such is the kingdom of heaven. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. So we, we have to become like little children. That's the kingdom of heaven. 
real. And that, that's how we've got to come to God. Childlike faith. Just, just like, you know, a, a, a little boy or girl knows that they need mom and dad. We need a heavenly father. And the good news is we don't have to be separated from God because Jesus came and took care of the very thing that separates us from God, and that's sin. We didn't sign up for it. We didn't ask to be a sinner. But the Bible says that's who we are, and that separates us from God. But Jesus came, and he paid it all on that old rugged cross in our place that we might know him, that we might be forgiven. And that's the good news. And we just come to him. It's not that we try to, you know, sometimes people will say, I've got a lot of things in my life I've got to get in line before I think about God or before I think about church. You've got to get stuff in my life right. No. It's a mess. We're all a mess. And so that's why we come to him. We come to him broken. And we come to him with just simple childlike faith. I need you, Lord. And when we cry out to him by faith, we receive and believe what Jesus did for us. Then we will be justified. We will be made right with God. And it's just that simple. It's ABCs, isn't it? Just admit that we're a sinner. We agree with God that we are a sinner. We believe Jesus died on the cross for our sin. And then we confess him as our Lord and Savior. And I pray every one of you here tonight has done that. That you've got childlike faith. Just believing, trusting in Jesus. And that you know him as your heavenly father. You know, not, it's, it's not pride, but it's humility. We need to humble ourselves before the Lord and receive Jesus, trusting him and believing him for our salvation. You know, God turns nobody away except the one that's full of himself. And the reason is because the Bible says that God resists the proud. The proud believes they don't need God. They think they're okay. But oh, how we need him. We need him desperately. And the good news is he's, he's available if we'll call on him. So let's pray together, and then we're going to bring our boys and girls up here and see the childlike faith very clearly that we've just talked about. Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight, Lord, for the sunshine outside. Thank you for your many blessings. But thank you most of all we can have sunshine in our souls by faith in Christ. And Lord, we know we need you. Help us to have that childlike faith and just turn to you and to trust you as our Lord and Savior. I pray we will all do that tonight if we haven't. And we give you praise and glory for who you are. And thank you for your love and grace. In Jesus' name. And all God's people said, Amen.
much for being here tonight, and I just want to say Happy Easter to you, and I hope you have a wonderful week enjoying this beautiful weather outside. God bless everyone. Hey, sweet girl. <laughs>